Blog Talk Radio. It's Wednesday afternoon and we're excited to be on the air. Your hosts for today's show are Robert Brining and Jack McEnroe. They will be taking your calls and speaking out on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That's 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause IM Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause IM Radio. I am your host, Robert Brining, and I am joined by my co-host, Jack McEnroth, if I can get his button on air. Let's see here. Jack, are you on? Yeah, can you hear me? All right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I couldn't get you on for some reason, but um, I'm glad uh, I got you on. So. You, you, I don't know if you meant to say good evening, but um, I, Did it's I? Not, yeah, it's not evening here. Yeah, right. It's evening somewhere. Yeah, it's evening somewhere. When someone's listening, so good afternoon. Evening, so. How are you? Oh, my. Good, good. Um, really, really good. Um, you know, just busy doing stuff for the show, and um, we had a great show on Sunday. How are you? Uh, really good. Yeah. No, we have. We're, we will have a conference call later today about a lot of show issues. I had uh, an interesting conversation with someone from Pause Magazine who's no longer there, and I know that there were some issues about that, and um, so I think it's all good going forward, and I'm excited about it. Good, good. Sounds um sounds interesting. So um um how was your weekend? Um good. I'm uh you know I actually it's funny because our topic today is um talking about depression and I was actually still in P Town over the weekend and I had two days where I was to- totally in a funk. Um sorry, like my phone keeps getting messages. Whatever. Um so yeah, I was. It was weird. I just totally had the blues. I actually posted it on my Facebook page, and I got a lot of comments from people saying, like, hope you feel better, but it's just one of those things I can get out of. So my weekend was cool. Um, here, The weather here in the city is phenomenal right now, so um, I'm just enjoying it until I leave for Seattle tomorrow. Yeah, it is really, really nice out. Um, yeah. So uh, interesting. Yeah, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things, so I can't wait to have that conversation with you all later on today. Um the reason I wanted to do um, a show on depression and how to overcome it and how to move forward, you know, because it's it's a common it's a common mood that um, a lot of people experience after they're diagnosed, especially if it's a shock to them if they don't know somebody who also has HIV or is open open about their HIV. Um, they tend to be a little bit more closed off and depressed and thinking that it's the end of the world because they're not educated or don't know somebody who is, you know living with the disease and, and being productive. Yeah, I've had, I've had people email me saying that they were so in despair that they wanted to kill themselves. And I'm like, you know, I mean, there's never really a good reason for that, but I kind of, I kind of understand that sort of mode of thinking back in the 80s when you were going to, you know, it was basically a death sentence and you just didn't want to, prolong the inevitable, but at this point, it's like you can lead basically a normal life with proper health care. So, you know, I think people just that don't know that and don't know how how easy it is to function, hopefully, and, you know, if you get on the right meds at 
that you can your body can tolerate, then it's not that life changing, you know. I mean, it is and it isn't. So it's not, it's, it's certainly something major to deal with, but it's like as far as depression is concerned, it's like you know, I think you adjust fairly fairly quickly at this point, hopefully. Right. Well, one thing I do want to mention to to the listeners is that that anxiety and depression and and even suicidal thoughts, these things are normal for people who are newly diagnosed, but planning your suicide is when it becomes a serious issue. And if you are experiencing these thoughts and are thinking about it, um, I do have a suicide hotline number for you to call, which is uh, 1-800-784-2433. And um, that's a suicide hotline to call in case so you're having some thoughts and you want to talk to somebody. Um, there's a lot of different things that people do to, to overcome their depression or um, their anxiety. Uh, one of the things I know that you probably do is you swim. Yeah, and, and well, you know, actually, it's funny because I was in P-Town, and I went, I woke up in the morning, and I was like, I feel like crap today. Like, and I think, you know, for some people, for me, it's just, it comes and goes. It's not related to any particular thing necessarily. It might be, you know, the level of serotonin in my brain is just off that day or Whatever. I mean, and things do set me off, but I went to the gym and, like, you know, those natural endorphins do help to a certain degree. Um, I still felt kind of blah, and I just, what I do when I feel that is I just let it be. Like, I'm like, some days you're not going to feel great. You don't have to feel great every day. You're allowed to. I don't beat myself up about not being a superstar, you know, every single day of my life. Some days I sit around and eat ice cream and watch TV for 10 hours. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. I mean, that's okay if that makes you feel better. Um, you know, and I've, up until recently, because of budget cuts, I had a therapist that I went to once a week, and I found that really great just to just sit. And um, he wasn't a really aggressive therapist. Like, some people tend to give you homework and have you do, you know, exercises. And he was more just, in, you know, a listening ear, and I found that really helpful. Yeah, that's um, one thing that I've never done, um, sit down with, like, a, a counselor or somebody to um, – a coach or something like that to, to help me work through the issues that I have with myself. So I know that's something that a lot of people recommend to go and get um, professional help. Yeah, and I mean, and I think you can find, like, you know, you just have to find someone that you like and that, that you like their process. My guy was more of a sounding board, and, you know, if I would say, like, listen, I think I'm – drinking too much or I, I'm having problems with dating or whatever, he would give me suggestions, but he never chastised me. And I don't think I'm the kind of person that if, if I had a therapist or a counselor who was telling me I was wrong and judging me, I would not take kindly to it. So the other thing I wanted to mention when you mentioned the hotline is I actually think there's, you know, beyond suicide, I think if you, I mean, there's a lot of, I know I'm pretty sure GMHC has one, Gay Men's Health Crisis, and, you know, just general lines where you can talk to someone. It doesn't necessarily have to be because you're thinking about committing suicide. I think, you know, you go online and there's probably a lot of resources. Like probably if you check somewhere like The Body or um, AIDSmeds.com or whatever, I think there's probably links to resources where you can just talk about uh, you know, whatever is on your mind. Right, and another thing that people can do if they're going through this and they feel alone during their diagnosis, um, they can check out the Pazan community and meet tons of people there that 
are sharing their experiences that may offer hope to the newly diagnosed people. So yeah, I, and I mean, check that out uh, too. On, on Pause I Am, is there like a, a, an active chat? Like, uh, there or? is a chat room, yes. And we're actually, we, uh, yeah, Thursday, we just started a group chat, and we're going to start doing it every Thursday evening, I believe, at 8 o'clock Eastern time. Oh, good. And then yes. another, another thing that I'm actually a part of, which I don't read as much as, as, much as I should, is um, there's a Yahoo group called, I believe it's called Pause Health or... Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't remember. I'll have to. I'll have to get back to you on I that. I think but it is pause health. Pause health. But it's like you can write in and say like I'm depressed, related to my HIV status, or related to a new diagnosis, a new diagnosis, or you know whatever. And you'd be surprised like the amount of responses and numbers of great people that will email you suggestions and helpful hints and. Um, you know, and I mean, it, it, hopefully everyone who is HIV positive has a relationship with a doctor, and that's also something you should talk about if it's reoccurring. It, you know, I mean, I was on medication for, I was on Paxil for a little while, and I was on, well, I mean, every every drug works differently for every person. They're all really chemically, it has to do with the chemical balance, and I know some things work for some people and some things don't work. Worked for other people. Wellbutrin was horrible for me, but it works really well for a friend of mine. Um, I also was briefly on Celexa. My my family sort of has a history of issues with depression, so mm-hmm. um, I'm not on anything now, and it's working great. But I just I don't think there should be any judgment on having to seek, you know, temporary or permanent medical um, medical assistance. Yeah, there's there's there shouldn't be any judgment for that, but it's definitely Please, not. Please, everyone, um, everyone in New York on some sort of pill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's not always the answer, too. Some people can, you know, deal with um, depression without going on medical, um, going on medications, and that's why we always tell you to consult a physician or a doctor about certain issues like that. Of course, of course. Um, one of the things is a lot of people get depressed is because they worry about an HIV diagnosis and they fear the unknown, they don't know what to expect because, you know, they're not educated. Um, and they still feel fear a lot of the stigma that is out there, so they tend to kind of like um, knot themselves up and, and keep it inside. And a lot of people think that depression and being depressed and having these thoughts are, are a sign of weakness and that it means that you're a weak individual or you're lazy, and it's really not the case. It just has to do with, you know, your state of mind and working through the process. Did you say some people some people avoid getting tested, or I'm no, sorry, no, that's the very first part of that. No, no, no. People do get tested, but they they feel that it's something negative if they're depressed or that. Right, right, lazy. right. And um, I don't want people to feel that they're lazy because they're depressed. It's not. It's not the reason. That, you know, that's not what it's about. It's just getting through the situation and working through it with the best resources that you can find. And right. your resource may not be the best resource. For me, you know what I mean. So everybody's right. different, right? And I mean, part of you know, a large, often depression itself, and even a mild form leads to, you know, being lethargic. Trust me, I know. Like you know, there's times when I didn't feel, I don't feel like getting out of bed, and that's just, you know, I just kind of let that ride. That's just how I deal with it now. But you know, I mean, there are, you can. You know, it's interesting because I, I, there was a lot of comments when I posted on Facebook. I, posted, I just basically posted, like, 
um, that out of the blues for no apparent reason, and people wrote, like, you should do this, or you should go in P-Town and take a walk and do this. And it's like, <laughs> all those situations, I mean, those, I really appreciate all the, the comments and the advice, but it, everyone has to deal with what they deal with in their own way. It's like, yeah, right now, like, going getting ice cream on the boardwalk, it like, doesn't really sound that appealing to me, like, but thanks for your suggestion. So, you know, it's just kind of, well, really, it was like people yeah, were like, yeah. go go um, lie in the dunes and enjoy the sun. I'm like, okay, dude, that's like, I'm depressed. Like, that's not what I feel like doing. I feel like watching TV in the dark, like, you know, so that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Some other things that I'm trying to think of, um, alternate things that people can do to, to work through their depression. And one of them, like we said earlier, was exercise and, and, you know, do sports or something like that. But yoga is another thing that people do to calm their nerves or meditate to um, work through their depression. Do, do you hear a lot of stories of that? Yeah, definitely. And I did yoga for a while. And I have to say, I mean, you really have to kind of commit to it because it's hard as hell. <laughs> But um, my body never felt better physically. Um, yeah, and the, men- the mental aspect of it is I wasn't so into that part of it. Some people really get into the spiritual side of yoga, um, and I think that can be amazing. Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> I just can't yeah, do it. You know, I, just, I, I mean, know. yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, like, it's like saying to someone, oh, well, go be a figure skater. Like, it's really hard. It's The learning curve is hard, and... You have to – once you get into it, though, it's really amazing how it changes your body. I used to have really bad back pain, and I did yoga for six months, and I had no pain anymore. And um, just the flexibility and stretching and the relaxation and the breathing and all that stuff makes you very aware of kind of how you feel. So it is hard, yeah. Did I mean, you, did you, know, you do yoga at your everyone. house? No, I, I did at my gym. Okay, so you went to like I, like, I had to take a class because I didn't – They'd be like downward dog, and I'd be like, "What the hell is that?" So, <laughs> yeah, I'd have have those flash cards. Or, yeah, I'd have someone to follow, or I was like totally lost. And even still, even after like six months, I was still like, um, "I'm supposed to know this by now, but I'm kind of an idiot." So, there you go. I want to thank Jeff in the chat room. He put in the group to the Yahoo group, the Pause Health that you were speaking about. Oh, perfect. Yeah, he put that into the chat room. And just to remind people, if you're listening out on a player on Facebook or somewhere, you can join us in the chat room at Blog Talk Radio backslash Pause I Am. Um, so wait, so what is, uh, what is the Yahoo group? The Yahoo group, it's um, pretty long. It's health.groups.yahoo.com backslash group backslash Pause Health. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you probably Google Yahoo groups Pause Health, yeah. uh, and there's another one, too, that I'm in that I – and also, Strength in Numbers um, has a uh, Yahoo group as well, I believe, that sends out. And if you, I suggest if you um, subscribe to any of those, uh, that you su- 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 subscribe to the Digest form, because otherwise they'll get, like, 20 emails a day. So the Digest yeah. just sends out one email a day, and it's a group, and you can scan through all the emails. And, and then, you know, if you ask a specific question, you post your personal email, and people can answer directly back to you. So... That's interesting. Yeah. Some other things that I know people do is um, if you're a writer, like um, I write poetry sometimes when I'm depressed or I'm feeling down. Um, some other people may just listen to music all day long. You know, certain songs help them get through certain situations. And some people write music or sing and things of that nature. Um, I always found poetry to be a good way to express 
um, my feelings when I'm feeling down and out, or even blogging. Uh, right. That kind of puts it out. Just writing it down for other people to read kind of takes it takes the weight off your shoulders and puts it, you know, somewhere else so you don't have to worry about it for a while. Right. I find a lot of um, a lot of support in that and getting, you know, putting a blog out and getting responses from other members or other people who read the blog and saying, hey, you know, I've gone through this too and, and you're going to get better is just a phase. Yeah. And I found that even on Facebook that there was a couple of, you know, a few people that were like, I'm totally feeling you. I feel the same way. And, um, you know, that kind of, I mean, you don't want to feel a little too crappy, but you're kind of like, you know, misery loves company, and you're kind of like, oh, you know, that's cool. Like, you know, people that I assume are always, you know, upbeat and fun and whatever are going through the same crap that I'm going through, and it is just a day, and, you know, if you're going through hell, keep going. That's, you know, it's like, it's just, if you're at the bottom, the only way to go is up, so hopefully the next day you'll feel better. Now, what about support groups? Because, um, I know a lot of people find it um, a lot of uh, support in support groups, obviously, but um, a lot of people get help from that. And I myself haven't been able to find a, a good support group in my local area. Do you, do yeah. You, yeah. I mean, I know you're more rural than I am. I mean, yeah. in, New York, in New York, there's Friends Indeed, which is amazing. I love it. I haven't been in forever. I go... Um, ironically, I go when I'm actually in a really good space. Um, it, it, it seems like I can't get I can't get it together to go when I'm not feeling that great. But um, Friends of Deed is amazing. It's um, you know you can share, not share. There's big groups, there's small groups, there's one-on-one -on -one counseling. Um, Greenwich House is another one in New York that has counseling based on. Um, like if you have ADAP, they take you, if you, I think it's sliding scale, and um, I, most of that kind of stuff I would look for on the internet and see if, you know, and I mean, if it's something you're really passionate about, it's like, you know, start one in your neighborhood, and, you know, it's like, you know, look on, you know, find people through somewhere like Pause I Am or uh, Strength in Numbers and find other people in your area and see if they're interested in you know, meeting once or once a week or once a month and just, you know, shooting the shit. Yeah, that's something that uh, Teresa, who was on the show before, um, was talking about because she's in my area. But I actually have a caller on the line, so I'm going to go ahead and bring them on. Caller, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, it's Brian uh, from Strength of Numbers. Hey, Brian. You know, I forgot the time I was swamped um, – work and I thought I'd uh, check in real quick because uh, I really think this is a incredible uh, important issue particularly for our community um, so I will listen to the show on the podcast and catch up and know how fabulous a job you guys did at talking about it but um, I wanted to call in and just let guys know that they can come to they can sign on to strength the numbers groups any guy that comes in to strength the numbers I tell them to go to pause I am as well because they're gonna get a lot of resources there. Robert, you have a fantastic website, and uh, I think that having diversity of, of people that are dealing with the issue is incredibly important. Um, we do have a new website called sinmen.net, and there's a health, a health group on there that guys can talk about issues. I myself have dealt with uh, a really bad battle with depression this last year, and luckily I got into um, the right treatment program through my HMO, but uh, I wasn't getting the correct treatment, and it only made things worse. 
So I know that this is a very important issue. So, so what have you used to get through? I'm sorry? What have you used to get through the depression to work through it? What, do you, what have you found useful? Well, you know, one of the things that was happened last year, there were a couple of dramatic, traumatic events that happened in a row, and um, family issues, work issues, I mean, just really health issues, very serious stuff that would have caused anybody to be bummed out, and it caused me to have a clinical depressive reaction. So sometimes people, you know, I'm not a doctor, but um, I was raised by two of them. So um, um, sometimes people have a, a, a chronic um, mental illness issue, something that lasts for a long time, or sometimes they have an episodic issue, so it's related to like a death in the family or a traumatic event, post-traumatic syndrome. And I had a episodic one, and I was put on some medications that actually only made it worse. And I think we've all read about uh, antidepressants that, you know, teenagers and kids can't go on because it actually makes them suicidal sometimes. And right. That's what was happening to me, unfortunately. And, and I wasn't... I wasn't with a psychiatrist who could work with me closely enough. Um, also, she did not have a real good background in addiction medicine, and I really needed that. And now I'm at a group at uh, Kaiser Permanente that specializes in that, and they know all about these issues. And they got me off that stuff right away, and I have felt so much better um, in the last month. Uh, it's been a huge difference. But I also knew that I needed, I've gotten into therapy groups. Um, so I'm in specific therapy groups where I can talk about those issues. Um, I've been talking to friends more openly. I think one of the issues is, like when I hit the depression, I, didn't, I was embarrassed by what was happening and how I was behaving because I couldn't understand why my brain chemistry was working incorrectly. And I think both of you know that I'm a really active, a uh, capable guy who handles a lot of stuff. And so it was hard for me to go and tell people that I needed help, especially being a professional and uh, being a strong person. I think there's a lot of people with HIV who see ourselves as strong people, and we don't want to go and admit that we need help with something so intimate as our own emotions or right. psychiatric issues, and it's got a lot of stigma around it itself. Yeah, it does. Um, and so I wasn't going to ask for the help that I needed. I didn't even know how to really ask for the help because I didn't even understand what was going on with me. Um, you know, it's not like you can see a rash on your arm and say, hey, I see spots, you know, on my arm. It's, you know, it's emotions that go up and down and you can't uh, uh, describe them really well until you've had a period of time. So um, well, like you I, just said, started, so I started to tell people about it and that helped a lot. Well, and I ahead, think, Jack. like you said, like it's it's elusive. It's sometimes stronger than other times, and it, you know some medications work for some people and not for other people. Like I just was mentioning earlier, I had a Wellbutrin works great for my friend. He swears by it. I actually went psycho on it after like taking it for a week. So um, it all depends, and you just have to have that relationship with your physician. Um, really quickly, I think can, can you mention how you sign up would go about signing up for your Yahoo um, email list? Well, okay, so if, if somebody's got a question, they can come to our website, strengthinnumbers.org, uh, that's all spelled out, um, or you can come to sinmen.net, 
Um, and uh, or you can just email me at brian at strengthennumbers.org. And again, I encourage everyone to to participate in the pauseiam.com uh, community. Um, I think that helps a lot. And you know, if, if you, you ask you, you any of us, we'll a, get connected. You do, you do have. Um, I'm, I'm not thinking of something else. You do have like the email list that goes out when people have ask questions, right? Correctly, is that right? That's a group, correct? That's true. That's true. We're we're transitioning a bit. Um, so for Sin New York, uh, that Yahoo group, which is a really active group and great information, um, uh, will stay there. And then we're okay. going okay. to transition it. more to to um, what Robert has. Uh, you know, Robert's got a great idea. Again, not to not to um, copy what he's doing. We we target a specific group. But we don't mind. We don't mind. He's got a much more diverse group, and I tell guys that you need that kind of diversity while also looking for a date, which is what our our site has a little bit more, you know, social gay men stuff, and so we sort of focus on that, and we're more private to gay men so they can feel like they can talk about gay well, men. We're, we're like a we're, we're like a brother sister site, fashion kind of stuff, and you're like the family brother sister site where you really bond, right. you know, get the help, and we're more like you know. The, the girlfriends watching, um, you know, Project Runway, <laughs> and, and and saying how fabulous Nina is, and wondering if she's, you know, is she is, does she always wear is she always that stylish off camera, you know, that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, she but is. there is important information. Okay, I would think so. There's important information to get off of that. So, um, but I did want to call in. You guys are doing a great job, and just you know, sort of let people know that even somebody who's kind of well, you know, who's out there and about. Um, like me, I think one important thing I want to say before I get off the phone uh, is if somebody's dealing with a psychiatric issue um, um, like depression, if you've got if you've got some people you can trust, tell them about it. Feel you know that you can tell them about it, and also tell them that if you start to go into a depressive state or you're anxious or it's it seems like it's un it's uncomfortable for them or to be around you that's when they really need to step in and reach out to you. And unfortunately, people are people and they'll feel uncomfortable around you when that's happening and they'll pull away from you, which only make, can make your symptoms worse. So right. let's say you're depressed, then you're you know, not all that fun to be around, so some people may pull away from you and that only makes you feel more depressed because people are avoiding you. Right. Well, that's when your friends and family, the key people who really care about you that you've sort of targeted as your your um, rescuers can reach in and say, hey, Brian, you know, what is really going on? Are you doing okay? Has your depression come back? You can talk to me. It's not always necessary to beat them over the head with that, but just to put your hand out and not pull it away, which is a natural human reaction sometimes because we can get uncomfortable or we think the person just needs their quiet time. That may not be the case, and right. that may be fatal. You really need to reach in and and just reach out your hand and be there for them through the tough time because they're going to come back out of it, hopefully. And you're going to help them with that. Right, That's right. all I want to say. So keep up the great show. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye, guys. Bye, Brian. Um, one thing I wanted to mention before we actually go, I think we're just doing a half-hour show today, is yeah. that another great thing to help people when you're not feeling great about yourself is helping other people and volunteering and um, I wanted, you know, I used to, I don't have time now, unfortunately, but I used to um, deliver food to people that were homebound, and it was mostly 
people dealing with, dealing with HIV AIDS, some elderly people, but that was, I mean, you know, some on some days when I was just feeling like crap, and I was like, God, I really don't want to have to do this and go get food, and, you know, by the end of it, I was like, I'm so glad I did that. That totally changed my mood. It totally changed how I feel. So a lot of times helping someone else helps you more or more equally as much as it does the other person. So just another suggestion. It's always a good suggestion. That's one of the things I wanted to get involved with was um, the manna they do here where they drop the food off for people, um, you know, they supply meals for people living with HIV and AIDS. And I always wanted to get involved with that and, you know, go to people's houses and drop off foods and just interact with people who probably don't get out as often as they should. Right. And get to see a lot of people. So that's always a good thing. Wow, that half hour went quick, uh, real quick. But, <laughs> but that's cool because, you know, when we have topics, it, it's fine. We don't need to drag it on for an hour, get the point out and let people, you know, Brian called in. So that's always great. But I wanted to let you know we have um, a really cool guest coming up next Wednesday. And his name is Devin T. Robinson X. And he is uh, an African-American straight male who, I believe he lives in Maryland, but I'm not sure. But he's a poet. He's an actor, uh, motivational speaker. He has a one-man show. He's coming, out with a, he's coming out with a movie. I believe it's called God Did Not Give Me HIV. And he's just a very inspirational guy. He's been on MTV, BET, The Apollo. I mean, he's been everywhere. So um, he's going to come to Paz I Am Radio actually next Wednesday. Cool. So I'm excited to have him on. So um, We'll have to gate up for him real, real tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and scare the shit out of him, although I'm sure he's seen it all. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure too. Um, just a reminder that everyone can check out um, more about the radio show and join our social network at pazim.com. You can check out Brian's social network at sinmen.net, I believe. Yep. And, Jack, your information, you can get to them real quick. I'm, I'm, a, I'm always at jackmackenroth.com. So. There you go. Nice and easy. Um, yeah. Yeah, Jack, I will be looking forward to our conversation tonight, and I will talk to you next week. All right, man. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Bye.